Okay, I did it all at once. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to January 24th, the last full week of the first month of the year. I hope you guys are all following your business plans, doing what you're supposed to be doing. You know, this is the week where you get tested, I believe, because you have new habits, new disciplines, new plans, and, and this is the week where it really is hard to keep doing it because you haven't quite created the habit yet, but it's right within reach as long as you keep going. All right, so very, speaking of habits and disciplines, today we are very fortunate from our Summerland office to have Mr. John McNamara, Jr. John, if you could hit star six on your phone, then we can hear you. Star six, please. All right, good morning. Thanks for having there me on. Is. Hey, well, thank you, man. Thank you. Yeah. Yes, it's, uh, it's a pleasure to have you here today, my man. So tell us a little about yourself, how long you've been doing this, all that good stuff, please. Yes, sir. I've uh, been in the real estate business for over 17 years. Um, actually, originally started in upstate New York. I worked for uh, my parents' company, John Elizabeth McNamara, uh, and Cole Banker. It was in Albany, New York, um, back in 2005. I originally got into real estate. I was right out of college, actually. I went to a Mike Ferry retreat. Um, it was like a mini retreat, actually, in Albany, New York. And I saw these folks that were prospecting in the mornings, going on appointments, and I was like, man, that sounds like that would be fun and exciting. So got into real estate business. I was in New York for, gosh, probably about three and a half years. Um, did about, had probably pretty good early success. Did about 24 deals my first year. Second year was 40 deals. And then, um, again, I went to another Mike Fair retreat. I'm sure you remember, Rick. It was Superstar Retreat mm-hmm. in Las Vegas. And yep. uh, I fell in love with the city of Las Vegas, and I ended up moving out here. So uh, that's kind of how it all started, and I've been loving this town ever since. So, <laughs> Yeah, and you even live downtown now in that lovely yeah, – you live in one of those high-rises, which is great, beautiful views. I love those. Yeah, it's been good. I've been there, gosh, just about – that's uh, April, so my girlfriend just actually moved in this weekend, so we've been, uh, nice. we've been enjoying it. Yeah, yes, yeah, sir. Growing up, slowly but surely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know, you, yeah, you started selling real estate probably about, what, 22? 22? Yeah, I was right out of college. Um, yeah. So, fell in love with it, though. I've, I'm still enjoying it. I got really lucky. When I first got it, I got right into coaching. Um Mm-hmm. Bill Pipes was my coach for about three years, and Ira was, Ira was my coach for a year. So I got really lucky. I had, like, two of the best coaches at the time. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's it's been uh, it's been a good ride. Um, then when I moved out to Las Vegas, it was, gosh, it was – so I was really smart. I moved to Vegas in 2008 when the market was crashing. And, uh, you know, I – to, to give you an idea, I'm sure you remember, but when I came here, there was 36,000 homes for sale, and we were depreciating 3% a month. Um, and uh, talk about, I, I really appreciate this type of market versus that market. Um, but I, <laughs> I, I remember going through it, and I'm like, man, if I can get through this, I can get through anything. So I'm so grateful mm-hmm. for that opportunity. And um Probably about 18 months out here, I had like 45 short sales. had no no idea what the heck I was doing. Um, my poor assistant <laughs> at the time. 
uh, but it was uh, it was yeah it was uh, it was totally different than upstate New York, but uh, it's been a it's been a good ride. So yeah, and just so everybody knows, um, I I worked in my career for years. I think a lot of people know that, and I actually worked with John and Elizabeth. Uh, John was the manager of the coaching department, and his my nickname for his mother is the Awesomest. <laughs> and and Amanda's on this call too, John, so she remembers that. That's my that's oh, my, cool. I had a nickname for everybody in in there. <laughs> some I can repeat, some I cannot. But uh, I worked for Mike for years doing those events, and I absolutely uh, you know it's a dynamite system. And you're a perfect example. If you come out, you follow it. You know, you use the word lucky a few times. I would replace lucky with you just you got it immediately, and you got right into the groove of doing it. And that's why I was so excited when you decided to move over here. Well, a little over a year ago now you've been in the Summerlin office, right? Yeah, it's been a wild ride, man. I appreciate you being patient with me to finally get on one of these calls. Um, yeah, when we uh, we moved over, yeah, it was it's going to be a year February 8th, I believe. Um, mm-hmm. So that was a big... A big move. I'm grateful for it because I just kind of felt, and I really enjoyed the last company I worked for, um, and I really appreciate the relationships I had over there. But I felt it was a little bit better of a culture fit for us because clearly, going in the growing up in the Mike Ferry system and my parents' company, this company, uh, Berkshire, kind of mirrored that in a lot of ways, which I really appreciated. Um, and you were a big part of that too. Uh, knowing that we well, get you. somebody with a lot of Mike Ferry experience and could coach us. Because um, the yeah. goal uh, for me here in the future is to continue building a team. Um, this year was more about building the systems, the brand, the marketing, getting that all aligned um, so we could start uh, recruiting here in the future. But it was a wild ride. When we first moved over here, we literally – I think we had like 15 like sold and pending, you know, uh, I don't know how many active at the time, but we literally went to massive momentum as soon as we hit Berkshire. Um, uh, so it was an interesting <laughs> transition to go through that. Um, and you don't, you forget, you know, when you move companies, because I, I was originally actually here when it was Prudential. I actually had a really good experience here previously. And the only reason I left was, to be honest with you, is because my parents um, became partners over at uh, Keller. And um, right. so I was there for about six years, had a good experience over there. But, um, but yeah, so, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm glad to be back. Uh, the team, uh, we're joining over here. We, we really appreciate the leadership over here. Um, so far, it's been a really good experience. Yeah, and that's, no, I really appreciate it, too. And it's not, just so everybody knows, I coach John and his team, so great working with them, and we do, uh, we're all on the same page. You know, why don't you give an idea, just so they get an idea, John, give an idea of what you do on a daily basis and what your your crew does and how many you have. Just give them a little idea of your team and what daily actions are that they all submit to and do every day, which I think is great. Okay, so the team or me personally? Well, both, yeah. Start with you and then do that both. too. Okay. Um so me personally, um, my schedule looks like I get up in the morning. Um, like this morning, I got up at 5.30, went to the gym. I usually do my morning runs, which is good, um, on the treadmill. Just get that blood flowing, do my meditation. Um, I hit the role play at 7.30. Um, I, I role played with Jamal today. He kicked my butt, as always. I really appreciate that guy. <laughs> um, he's great at scripts. 
but really I, is. yeah, I'd, I definitely recommend the role plays in the morning. It just keeps you accountable to getting in the office early and on a time. Because to be honest with you, last year I was probably getting in around 8:40, give or take, every single day. So this year I incorporated getting back into my role plays and getting here in the office at 8 o'clock to have more time. Um, so I hit the phones, you know, uh, probably I'm on the phones between 8.15 to 10 o'clock. As a team, we hit, uh, everybody hits 30 contacts, then we go to appointments in the afternoon, uh, uh, do coaching with the team at 11.30 to 12. Um, and then if we don't have appointments, um, we're typically uh, working on systems or anything else here in the office that we need to get done. So that's what a typical day looks like uh, for us and the team. So, Right. And your goal this year for, for you and the team? Uh, the goal this year for us and the team is 80 deals, 30 million. Last year we did 60 deals, and it was uh, 20 million. So. Awesome. awesome. Just so they get an idea of what you're talking about for following a schedule like that. And, you know, he's got Rodrigo's on there, George is on there, he's got his assistant on there and himself on there, and uh, they're just cranking it out every single day. That's everybody on the team right now, right, pretty much? Yeah, so 14 members, yeah, very lucky. We have one thing we focused on this year was building our culture as a team, and, yeah, there's Crystal who does our tra transactions and works on systems for us, does an awesome job. Uh, George, um, who's phenomenal at marketing and uh, mm. scheduling and uh, working on our systems, really working on – one thing we worked on this year was our CRM system and kind of getting more tech-savvy as a team. And he's really taken on that role, the leadership role of uh, uh, moving us forward in that direction, which has been incredibly helpful uh, for us, grateful for him. And uh, also, yeah, Rodrigo, um, awesome salesperson. One thing I love about him is just – guy is just always super positive um so we have a really good uh core four here i'm grateful for all of them and um we want to keep building that so that is great no it's such a great yeah. and, and they all come to they all do their commitments we are, we, we mm -hmm. run through do commitments and then i mean i do actuals for the last two weeks and commitments and they all take accountability for what they did what they didn't do you know it's absolutely fabulous to have uh you know it's obviously a testament to your leadership because they're following you because you're doing it. Now, it's like when I ran my little team, they would do anything I would do. It was just tough them to get them to do things that I wasn't willing to do. <laughs> so it's a lot easier when you're, when you're a power of example than it is to, hey, do as I say, not as I do. So you're, that's one of the main reasons that you're, you're leading by example and they're just following along and doing great. And you guys have a tremendous social media goal, your prospecting goal, you have a tremendous exposure goal as well. And then you also – you have some, you're doing some personal growth right now yourself too, aren't you? Yes, sir. I, this year has been more about, yeah, personal growth for me. I think in 17 years, it's always been production over everything else. And I've kind of made a shift where um, to focus more on growth with myself. So uh, this year has been a good start. I, um, I stopped, uh, drink, I haven't been drinking alcohol for two weeks now, and uh, caffeine's been about a week, but it's been good. Reading every day, um, meditation, uh, running in the morning. So just getting back to the basics, really. And uh, we, we, as a team, we read um, uh, Miracle Morning. As a team, that's another thing that we do as a team. We read together, and uh, we read about a chapter for whatever book that we're reading at the time. But we read uh, Miracle Morning, and 
that was perfect segue going into uh, this year and adapting that to my schedule. It's been a, uh, it's, I've seen the benefits of it already, just getting into the office 40 minutes early. So, and uh, I appreciate the team because the team not only, and I appreciate you saying uh, leadership, the team has taken on leadership roles as two, which has been incredibly helpful for me. Um, I've just seen everybody across the board step it up, um, and uh, I, I really appreciate it. So i got got uh, great people that I'm working awesome. with. And I'm just it, – it's nice to – for so long – I started a team about five years ago, and you know this, Rick, but yeah. it's lonely, like, doing it on your own. And oh, yeah. uh, I did it for so long by myself, and then five years ago, I decided to start a team, and, man, I've grown a lot from that. I've had half the team leave and then come back, and then half the team leave again and then come back. Um, so it's it's just continuing to learn to be a better leader. Um, and you have more accountability as well, right? You have to show up every single day no matter what. So um, the team has been phenomenal for me. And we had a little, just even the beginning of this year, we had a couple team members sick, went on, went on vacation, and there was a couple of weeks, so I'm by myself, and I'm like, man, I miss everybody. So I'm grateful for them because they, they've made me better. So, Yeah, you had a couple of people go out of the country, and it was great, though, because um, it's great when you have team members that can do things like that, too, because one of them, you know, and, and I love the journey that I, I believe it, it's George. I know, is it? Yeah, it's George, right? He sold his car, bought the house. He's going through everything you need to do to buy his first property, which is absolutely fabulous. Um, uh, yeah, that's Rodrigo. He's going through that right that's now. Rodrigo, so, sorry. Um, um, yeah. yeah, no worries. Um, uh, yeah, we're yeah, I'm excited for Rodrigo. He's uh, he's he's accomplishing some big goals already in the beginning of the year. So he deserves it all. Yeah, and I remember what it was like to buy my first house. I remember what what it was oh, like. It was a, it's scary, man. Gigantic, <laughs> yeah, and the fact that they're following, they're making calls, they're following the system. It's a great thing, and you know, it's like I said, it's a testament to you. All right. So now let's put, yeah. uh, let's do this. And my favorite question to ask when I interview people like yourself yeah. is, okay, so now you know 17 years of experience, made mistakes, had a lot of wins. What would be the three most important pieces of advice you'd tell them to focus on? That's a great question. Um, I think the first thing is, you know, the one thing I know I definitely did right in the beginning when I got into the business was uh, focus on your sales skills. Um, if you don't know how to sell, if you don't know how to get listings signed or buyers under contract, you're sunk in the water. It doesn't matter what your marketing or your systems or anything. Um, so right. what I would, and at least I say this to newer agents, and even if you've been in the, uh, been a, you're a veteran agent, you know, even I, 17 years later, I'm working on my sales skills again. You know, we can always get better, um, but especially if you're new. I would I would take the first 18, 24 months, be all in on scripts and sales skills so you can develop mm. that. because it t And you know this. It takes six months to yeah. be, like, okay at it, a year yeah. to be good at it, 18 months to be great at it. Um, mm. And I was really lucky because my parents were coaches, and literally, right. God bless my mom, Elizabeth, I would literally every single day role play with her until I found other <laughs> top producers. Then I got into Mike Ferry and I got top producing other role play partners across the country, which is amazing, um, and being mm -hmm. part of that ecosystem. But God bless her for the first six months, I was role playing expired, FISBO, listening presentation with her. Like I was all about it. So 
Yeah, so the first thing is if you're new, you're all in on skills, and then if even if you're a vet, sharpen that, you know, sharpen your tools if that makes sense. Um, no, it's that like, can make at, a big difference. Jamal, Jamal runs a success center. You're going to close, you know, eighty or more, you know, and you guys are role playing a few times a week together. Plus, I know you role play pretty much every day. People go, well, you know, and I love that Mike Perry example. You know, bat, major league baseball players take batting practice before every game. Basketball players yeah. shoot around for like a half an hour before every game. So yeah. you, you, you're never above mastering the basics, right? No, absolutely. And I'm learning a lot from Jamal, you know. Um, so I'm, I'm great. Like even today we role played and he had an awesome close about interest rates. I'm like, man, I'm stealing that. So for him. <laughs> and you're absolutely right. Like, I don't know if you watched football this weekend, but even like the right. the game last night, the uh, Josh Allen versus Patrick Mahomes, and they're just going at it left, right, you know, oh, touchdown, yeah. touchdown, touchdown. But at the end of the day, Mahomes got it done, you know, and they're both phenomenal, right. but Mahomes' skills are just a little bit better. So it can be, it can make all that difference in the world at the end of it. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah and I was, I was rooting for the Bills too, just because, Kansas City's been there, even though the Bills took out my Patriots. All right, actually, you're a Patriots fan, too, from where you are. So the, yeah, um, sure. it, it was good yeah. to see. Uh, you know, it, I would have liked to see Buffalo uh, go ahead, but Kansas City is just a great team. They both are. They are. I was rooting for the Bills, too, man. I don't know if I told you this ever, but so I grew up being a Patriots fan, but the Patriots, so when I lived in upstate New York right out of college, uh, the Patriots, well, you know this, the Patriots are, like, sold out for the next 20 years. You have to go, like, on a waiting list. And I've just been, like, mm-hmm. a huge, like, football fan my entire life. Played it, love it. And um, I had season tickets for the Bills. And so I used to oh, go wow. – I used to travel six hours every Sunday to go watch the Buffalo Bills play. So I'm, I'm, I'm a Patriots fan at, at heart, but I have, I've always kind of rooted for the Bills just because yeah, that, I mean, it would have been great yeah. for that city because that city's kind of – yeah. You know, I haven't been there in 12 years, but it, that city was kind of rough back in the day. So, oh my God. hopefully it's getting Bill's better. Mafia. But, I don't know. That's a, that's yeah, Bill's Mafia Bill's throwing Mafia. people through tables. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's nuts. I love it. All right, so we got sales skills is number one, which I think is awesome. What about number two? Uh, number two, like we kind of already talked about, is um, stick to your schedule. Your schedule is everything. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Mike – that's always the biggest aha. Every retreat or production retreat that Mike holds, it always comes back to schedule. You can always get better at your schedule. Um, mm-hmm. So I would really focus in on that because, yeah, get better per hour, per minute, per second because your greatest asset is your time in real estate. So be fanatical with your schedule. I'm grateful because uh, – uh, George on our team is great at scheduling, and he's kept me incredibly accountable with it, and got me got me better with my schedules. So, um, yeah, schedule is super important. My dad would always talk about that too. He would talk about mm. folks getting into real estate and say, "Hey, people go into real estate because they want all this freedom, right?" And then yeah. the the realization is uh, the freedom is actually in the scheduling. So that is always something that stuck with me. That my dad's always. That's talked mm-hmm. about over the years. So yeah, schedule is huge. Yeah, I used to jokingly tell the new people, uh, yeah, they, they'd say, you know, I'm I'm going into real estate to pick my own hours. I go, great. Tell me which pick, tell me which sixty a week you're going to pick. <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> right. Your first, your first two years anyway. If you really want to come out of the gate hot, like you know, 
it's funny you said 24 your first year and 40 I did 17 and then then 24 23 my second year then I did 30 something then 50 something uh and that's wow. back when um I mean I didn't meet Mike till 1990 and I was wow. selling real estate since 85 yeah I was the first prospector in my area dude you can imagine that being from New England first I mean I was like Satan that's how the people that's, from other offices man. even people in my own office because nobody was prospecting Anyway, oh, wow. So. You're the goat, man. You're the original. <laughs> goat. Sales That's skills. pretty cool. Schedule. That's a pretty cool story. I, I didn't know that. And to be honest with you, I give you a lot of credit because, gosh, I, I probably would have sold one house if I didn't know about Mike, <laughs> Mike Ferry, to be honest with you. So that's incredibly impressive. Well, and, and, and I was with one of the first year people in my area to call expired listings. Mm. I got called in front of my MLS board for calling expired listings because no one had ever done it before. There was absolutely yeah. nothing wrong with it, but other agents were convinced it was unethical. Yeah. Can you imagine that? I let a listing expire, check, ruin the seller's plans, yeah. and you're unethical for calling them and trying to fix that problem? I, that's what I told yeah. the board when I went in front of them. They're like, yep, you're right, okay. But they that's have to investigate funny. every complaint. There. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, I actually brought up a memory. So when I first got into real estate, I got really lucky because Brian McQueen, uh, he was rookie of the year when I entered. The guy probably does like over 100 deals. He's still a year and he's in uh, upstate New York, but he was kind of one of my mentors when I first got into it. And I literally like latched onto him. I came in, can I just listen to you and like do whatever you do? And he had like the double headsets. I thought it was like super cool because he was crushing it. So I actually just did what he did and we would prospect every day together. And... I think it was, yeah, it was about a year into the business. Him and I had about like 24 complaints um, and we had like all these fines and uh, the company ended up taking care of it. But um, we kind of ran into the same issue as well. So, mm. Nuts, right? You want yeah, to just from, just from making calls. Yeah. I mean, we weren't doing anything right. unethical, you know, but we were like bulldogs over the phone. And then I kind of realized, okay, I can – I don't have to close somebody 12 times until they give me the appointment. I can kind of, you know, so that was good for me too. But, um, yeah. Yeah. I eventually went out on my own. The only reason I started my own company is because my, I was number one in my office. The office I was with, we were number one and I was 35% of the office, which was about 40 people. And the broker came in one day and asked me to stop making just listed, just sold calls. I understand the expires. And the fizz boats, yeah. but stop calling around your listings and sales because you're calling in other people's farms. Yeah, yeah, I, it's crazy. And I go, tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to make it easy on you. I'm going to leave. <laughs> and yeah. we, we agreed. It was empty. It was it was amicable, and but anyway, anyway. Okay, so what's number three in our list? Yeah. Uh, number well, that kind of reminded me of a story too. It was um, <laughs> I want to name the company, but um. When I first moved to Las Vegas, in the first 18 months, I was like the number one agent over at this other company. And the owner literally walked into my office and said, hey, you don't go to our uh, sales meetings, um, and was mad at me. And I said, hey, man, it's during prospecting time. If you change it, then, you know, I'll go to your – and he was furious with me. And I'm, I'm thinking, like, I'm literally the number one agent <laughs> in this office right now. <laughs> You know, the thought process is interesting sometimes in real estate, but yeah. Um, uh, number three, um, 
so go on, go all into what makes sense to you. I guess what make uh, what I mean by that is, you know, it doesn't have to be Mike Ferry or prospecting. Mike Ferry just made a lot of sense to me in terms of um, yeah. efficiency and selling and handling of phones because I'm I'm big on time. Uh, wasting my time is a huge pet peeve of mine. Um, so that's why I've always liked Mike. But I understand too um, that it doesn't have. It's not going to make sense to everybody. Right. There, there's right. a lot of great coaches out there. There's Tom, there's Maps Coaching. Um, there's a lot of great lead sources you can be great at, social media, um, open houses, whatever it is. Whatever makes sense to you at the end of the day, I would say just go all in and burn the bridges down. Don't look back and just go all in on it and give it 18 to 24 months and be okay with that. Um, it, because I just see too many people. I like it. Yeah. I see too many people, especially a lot of new agents when we're interviewing, right? Well, I have this idea and this idea and this idea, and they have a thousand different ideas that they want to do. And, of course, they're, mm-hmm. you know, if you do that, you're not going to accomplish anything at the end of the day. Just focus on right. one thing that you're going to be great at because you've got to get in that momentum with your business because if you don't have money, you're going to be out of business. I mean, that's why 87% of people are out of the business in the first two years is because right. they're not making money, you know. So figure out how to right. make money first. Double down on whatever makes sense to you. Copy and just fi- figure out who's the best at that. Copy exactly mm-hmm. what they do. Don't try to figure it. Then you can like then you can have fun with it and have different pillars and do your own thing later on. I'm not saying like don't, you know, think big and yeah. you do other things later on. But start making money, you know, because – so many people yep. are just dead out of the water. Unfortunately, they're out of the business, and there's super, there's so so many talented people. And I think that's one of the reasons I started a coaching, uh, excuse me, uh, a team was to coach agents because there's just so many talented people that get out of the business if they just had a little bit more direction. Unfortunately, there's just not a lot of great training out there in real estate unless you go mm-hmm. out and you look for it. So, because um, you know, but I agree yeah, that, that's it. So. That's awesome. Cool. All right, my man, we're, we're right in time, too, so perfect segue right into it. Any final words you want to leave these lovely people? That's it. You guys have a great 22, uh, 2022. I really appreciate the opportunity, and, um, yeah, have a great day. All right, John, thank you very much, my man. We'll talk soon. Everybody else, do this again in a week. Thanks, John. Appreciate it. You got it. Bye-bye. Okay.